Trump-Clinton U.S. election has larger consequences than ever. Some Hollywood types say they're going to sweet Cape Britain if Donald Trump wins, which might be great for the pampered and pretentious pussycats, but skates past the big questions, like where are they going to shop? And whether with their morals and manners, the old Canadian values questions, friends, does anyone in Cape Breton want them there? Would Nova Scotia feel at ease going to bed each night knowing Sean Penn is wandering around in Port Hawkesbury? Probably trying to keep in touch with his prison-hopping buddy, the fallen narco-king El Chapo. Barbara Streisand, too, swears she's coming to Canada if Trump wins. There isn't much doubt she qualifies to get in under the little-known equal pain and narcissism clause at a free trade agreement. This was written for divas and doxies. Besides, the United States has had our Jim Carrey and Kino Reeves for a long time now, and decades back, we gave him Bob Goulet. So it's an easy argument that it's their turn to get some sleep. Now, it's not clear what Ms. Streisand would bring to our country. After all, we have Celine Dion, who has an equal or greater range. And most of our elevators already have their music. But she brings some interesting history. Long ago, Pierre Trudeau and Streisand were what was then called an item. She crooned, he swooned, they mooned. Casual contact with the house of Trudeau has to be a real merit point for the Trump-fleeing patriot, whatever Kelly Leach might think. So, in many ways, local and foreign, the U.S. election is stirring the clouds. Donald Trump, the apprentice, some say he's also the sorcerer, is explosively unpredictable, running in defiance of all standard political rules, worrisomely random in his pronouncements, and has a comb-over that is surely that one undeniable signal that the apocalypse is upon us and that his cranium is its ground zero. On the other blackberry-tossing hand, Hillary Clinton is bound upon a wheel of fire. Her self-imported tribulations over hidden and destroyed emails, the cloistered operation of the Clinton Foundation, her imperious disregard of U.S. government protocols over handling the nation's secrets, the FBI revelations that some of her iPhone and Blackberries were smashed with hammers and drenched with bleach has a very wild relation to her claims of openness and transparency. Now, if she were a blacksmith with a cleaning fetish, maybe. How is it that two and a half centuries from the Declaration of Independence, with a string of presidents from Washington Grant to dignified Lincoln and FDR, that American leadership has shrunk to two black holes of ego and arrogance. Trump, Clinton, calamity, catastrophe. U.S. politics today is operating within a grim, cold spectrum, and the only variance is between shades of inevitable disaster and shame. It's a devil's choice. For The National, I'm Rex Murphy.